Hey, sure. man, I try. I try, man. Not as cool as you guys, man. I didn't have a freaking <laughs> podcast when I was 13, man. You guys are big time. <laughs> Thanks. Got it. So today's outline, our uh -huh. blueprint, is just we're going to ask you some questions. Mm -hmm. You can give us your best answer, and okay. uh, we could just, you know, have a good time. All right. That sounds good. Ryan, would you like to introduce the first question or, like, ask the first question? All right. Yeah. So um, I've seen your um, your demo videos and I had a I had one question. How did you get started in the film industry? Uh, it's totally, totally by accident, man. I I like answered an ad in a newspaper for a um, play that was being uh, produced here in Atlanta. And it was about Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King. And I got hired to play the Malcolm X part. And then the play we did a long run, like a two-year run, and then the play. I got an agent from that, and then uh, started doing auditions, and that's how I kind of got into business. So yeah, I didn't go to school for it. I just always had like a natural knack for it. You know, it's fun. I mean, it's wow. amazing that they're gonna that they pay you to do that. It's like you play pretend, and they give you a check at the end of it. Are you kidding me? So, so that's that's how it went. That's how that's how I got into it. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. So you started. You know what? You started the film industry by accident, just by luck. Yeah, I mean, you know, totally. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't have anybody in my family that did it. So it wasn't like there was an expectation that, you know, I was going to be able to find a way into this thing. So it just worked out. Um, some opportunities came my way. And, you know, like I said, it's fun, man. I mean, I always like to have a good time. I say, if you're going to work for a long time, you better find something you like to do. That's... <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be rough, man. <laughs> so I've always wanted to be an actor, actually, uh -huh. until I found my new passion for, you know, law. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. The law is a, is a, is a really good passion. If you, you know, if you, if you like that, if that's something that you really love, it's a lot of good work you can do in that field, man. So that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. So Malcolm X, you played Malcolm X. He was a very important person in this world he helped change this world upside down like flip it yeah. upside down mm -hmm. so back then you know slavery racism and stuff mm -hmm. and unfortunately still to this day there is some racism yeah so i had a question mm -hmm. for you what are your thoughts on racism and what would you do to try and solve this problem well it's bad that's the first thing we got to say about it. So we know it's bad. It's bad for everybody. Um, it's not just bad for, you know, those of us who are subjected to it, who are victims of it, right? But it's yeah. also bad for those who are the victimizers, those who are the racists themselves, because it gives them a kind of false sense of who they are. And then they think falsely about other people who look differently than they do. So for me, you know, I've always been committed to using my talent, whatever that is, you know, as a writer, as an actor, as, um, you know, a visual artist, to talk about those issues so that hopefully it can open up people's eyes in like a different way and they can see things differently and may help them to like think, start to think differently about the subject and then maybe make some changes. So that's the way I try to make a contribution uh, to, the, to the conversation about racism and to kind of hopefully push the ball forward so we can we can be a better family, man, as human beings, right? I mean, we can yeah. be a, we can extend our family and really see each other as, as one human family. That's the whole goal, you know? 
Yeah, I honestly also feel like it's just unfair to treat other people just because of their color of their skin. I agree. Like, no, like if you see a white paper and a black construction paper, hmm? there's no difference other than, you know, one is darker, one is lighter. Exactly. One you see pencil on, one you could just draw on with a white marker. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So same, yeah, same thing with, like, you know, the real life. Mm -hmm. uh, why are they treating like white people other like other races different yeah. than other uh, other races like, yeah yeah exactly exactly we're all born the same way yeah it's all about fear man i mean it's all about people are afraid of what they don't understand and as opposed to getting to know people who are different some people just like they're so afraid that they make up like things about a group of people because they're just they're just scared, man. They're just at the heart. They're just really afraid, you know, which is their problem. It's not it's not it's not like my problem or your problem. It's really the person who's being racist. It's their problem. I mean, that's something that they have to work on within themselves, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just a bad thing that's going on in this world. Mm hmm. Well, hopefully with guys like you, man, and, and, and me old guys like me working together we can we can make a positive change that's the whole goal yeah right yeah, yeah absolutely so when you guys grow up man you guys get to be my age you'll look back and you'll be like man we really grew you know as a as humanity we really like developed in terms of this issue of race and there's a there's some more of a sense of our like us being one community and not not like separate communities but we're one people you know yeah so yeah yeah um uh let's carry on with the controversial topics today and talk about mm -hmm. covid for a second uh how did mm -hmm. covid affect your career and how do you think it will continue to affect your career until the vaccine comes out well yeah well i mean it's on the positive side you know you've got a lot of time to be like with yourself like and you know i'm an artist so artists already spend a lot of time with themselves so I can focus, I can write, you know, I can uh, make visual art, I can, um, you know, I can work on different projects, different creative projects. So it, it, it's cool that way, you know? I mean, the challenge of course is, is that you can't see the people that you're close to really a whole lot. You have to be careful. Um, you know, um, you're inside a lot for the most part. I really, I only have a few places that I go to now until I get vaccinated, you know? So um, I go to the grocery store, I go to the gym, I go to the car wash and I go over to my dad's house and see my dad, and my stepmom. And that's about it. Those are the only places I go. So, you know, it's, it's in that sense, it's a little difficult, you know, but um, it's, it's kind of cool too, though, because, you know, you, I've been doing a lot of these zoom meetings. So I'm like meeting people from like all over the world that I never would have met before unless I went to their country, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's been really cool. So that's, that's the cool part about, you know, uh, the situation, you know, you, you're, you're kind of stuck inside on the computer. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I actually also saw you do another podcast show with the spirit of success. Oh, you did. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy your experience on that podcast? Yeah, that was so cool. I mean, she's awesome, man. I mean, I guess like like you guys, it's her first podcast, too. And, yeah. um, you know, it's cool to see you guys, man. All you guys are young. And uh, you all are jumping into business like like early, man. And, and you guys are doing like you're coming at it with some positive energy and wanting to focus on things that, you know, help us grow 
So, I mean, yeah, that was, that was, that was totally cool, man. That's totally cool. Yeah, all these, all these negative things that are happening, happening in the world, you know, these podcasts and interviews. Mm-hmm. You up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got friends, man, that I, you know, I don't know if I ever would have met from like places like New Zealand and stuff. I met, I met him on like on podcasts, you know, so it, it's, it's kind of cool, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you were talking earlier that, you know, you go to the gym, you go to your uh, dad's and stepmom's house. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking of your dad and stepmom, were you inspired by any of them or anybody in general to do anything you are doing now, like writing, acting or art? Yeah, um, I think my mother, my mother who passed away in 2007, I mean, she she was an artist herself. She was like a writer and an interior designer. So she like recognized that I had an ability for those things. So even as when I was very young, when I was like you guys age, she would encourage me. She'd take me to museums. She'd take me to plays. Um, so she inspired me, um, you know, artistically, creatively, you know, um, my dad also used to draw a lot when I was a kid. So I was inspired. He was a really good draftsman. I mean, he could really draw. He doesn't do it much anymore. But when I was a kid, I'd see him draw. I thought it was the most, the coolest thing in the world. I'd just sit there and watch him for hours, you know, developing a drawing. So, so yeah, so they both inspired me, um, I think, in, in creatively in those ways, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's always nice to have, you know, somebody that could make, like, inspire you or teach you to do something that you, you probably wouldn't have thought of if you didn't see them. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That way you don't have to imagine it all on your own. You know, you can see, you see somebody else doing it. And it's like, oh, okay, that's what that looks like. You know, so that that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, you said that your mom had a passion for like art and stuff. What would mm-hmm. you do if art wasn't a career choice? Oh, dude, I'd probably be a psychologist, man. I think that's what I'd probably do. She's like really weird because that's a, like a really science-based kind of thing. But it is kind of creative too, because you like you're counseling different people, so it's like you and you have to approach each person, each situation kind of differently, because people come with different issues, right? Yeah. So yeah, and I and I like I like talking to people. I, I enjoy like conversations, and so, and I think I have patience for that. So I think I would have been a good psychologist if that if if I wasn't an artist, I'd probably be a psychologist. Nice. So. Do you have any, you know, like practice with psychology? I just read a lot, man. I mean, like I've read, I've read a lot of books on psychology. And um, I think when I was a young man, I was trying to figure out like who I was and all of my experiences that I had when I was younger. So I did a lot of reading to help me kind of understand myself better. So that started like my official like dive into psycho- into psychology. And I've just always thought it was a really interesting um kind of way to like look at the world and look at people you know so yeah yeah so to tie up all this profession stuff Mm -hmm. one last question sure out of all of your professions what is your favorite you know you have writing you Mm -hmm. have being an artist you have an actor yeah yeah dude that's a hard one man i mean it depends it depends man i mean it's like it's like if Sometimes I'm in a different mood. Like sometimes I want to be like on set or in a play and I'm just like feeling that, you know, like 
I just want to be working with other actors and performing. And, I, and that, at that moment, that's like my favorite thing to do. And then there are times when I'm like really into a writing project that I'm working on. Like I'm working on a book right now and I'm having such a great time writing it. And so I really love that right now. I'm really into the writing. And then there are other times, man, when I'm in the studio, I'm working on a work of art and I'm just like so connected. It's like, you know, the phone could ring all day. I would never answer it. You know, I'm just in the studio having a great time. So, it, it, man, it depends. It, it kind of, it flows. You know, right now I'm taking a break from the studio. I haven't been in the studio mm -hmm. making art. I've been doing more writing. And I'm just having a great time writing right now. So, yeah, it depends, man. Yeah, I feel you. I Like, I also, like, sometimes yeah. during school when there's PE, I just want to, you know, play some basketball, play some soccer. Yeah. And math, I just want to focus and yeah. listen to the teacher. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's like we, you know, we all have a few things that we can do, right? So yeah. it's not just one thing. It's just like really exploring like all of the things that I'm interested in and seeing what sticks. And that's that's how that's how I like to live, man. I mean, it's fun that way, you know? I don't I don't ever get bored really cuz I always got something interesting I can get involved in, you know? Yeah. So like if you're in the zone, just like do whatever your mind says. That's it, man. That's it, man. I like to stay in that zone, man. I mean, sometimes it's sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's work, but you're right. It's like when you if you stick at it, it's like you get in that zone. Time goes away. You don't think about anything else. You're just there. You're locked in. You know. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. That's really yeah. That that's really relatable, actually. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So what position you play in soccer? You said you play soccer? No, no, I don't play soccer. Like I'm just I just gave an example. You know? Oh, okay. 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 But I play table tennis. Oh, that's I love that game, man. <laughs> I love that game. I'm pretty well, I'm I'm okay. I'm not great, but I, I can play. But I've seen some amazing players. Yeah. You know, it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, do you have any other questions? Yeah, so um, you said that you like doing podcasts and you found a bunch of friends doing podcasts. Have you ever thought of starting your own? I've got one. It's called uh, America's Most Challenging Issue. It's about racism. So it's on it's on BahaiTeachings.org. So you can go to Baha'i Teachings uh, website and you can look up my name and the podcast will pop up. But what I do is I interview people who are working to bring about um, oneness and unity um and they're they're doing it in various different ways some people are artists some people are business people some people are you know lawyers some people are you know everybody's doing it in their own way so i interview those people on the show so yeah yeah so so like people you interview just give they give you an idea of what they would do like one of our questions was what would you try to do and solve this problem of racism so exactly. that's what your podcast is about yeah, yeah. And the, and the stuff they're already doing, like, you know, like we have, uh, I interviewed one woman, she's a storyteller. She's a, she's a, she's from um, Bolivia, um, from the uh, Native American, the, the Native Bolivian people, so the Indians in Bolivia. And she tells stories. She's an amazing storyteller. Plus, she's a college professor and just really dynamic. And then there's somebody else who's, uh, he researches um, cultural patterns. Um, and he's a college professor also. But he's from um, the Philippines, and he does a, a lot of really good work in, in, in bringing about the oneness of humanity and promoting that. And he works with the Native American population. That seems to be his area of interest. 
And so you got a lot of people working in different ways, man. I mean, and it's cool because it lets you know that you don't have to do the work in one way. You can use your career and your talents to make a contribution, you know, and really make the world a better place. So it's no one way to do it. You know, it's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Mm hmm. So you were saying that um, you do it. You have your own podcast. It's on Baha'i Baha'i teachings Baha'i teachings dot org. Yeah. So okay. Baha'i so, teachings is one word and then dot org. Okay. Yeah. So I have a more in depth question mm -hmm. for about Baha'i teachings. Sure. So what exactly? Like I know that it's a, a like to uh, people's ways of like what they think of racism and how mm -hmm. they could solve it. But um, more in-depth, like uh, what exactly, like, I don't know how to explain it. Do you understand what I mean though? Like you're what asking, exactly is You're that asking like? about the faith, about the Baha'i faith, what yeah. it is? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, it's a, it's a world religion. It's, um, it's uh, you know, it's Baha'u'llah who's the, prophet and founder of the faith he's uh the person who the who the teachings come from kind of like in islam muhammad is the teacher and in, in christianity it's christ um so he's the teacher for the for for this age for the by for the by faith and you know the faith is like it's 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 got some um really cool principles that are that i love teachings like the oneness of mankind the elimination of all kinds of prejudice not just prejudice based on skin color but also based on like you know, like gender, like like sex. If a person is, you know, male or female, doesn't matter. Uh, on religion, on um, whether or not you're educated or not educated, whether or not you come from a family that has a lot of money or a family that has no money. So it's really about, you know, fundamentally the main focus of the faith is making the world one community, like one human family. And so it's it's about getting rid of all of those things that divide us, right? But at the same time, like keeping like the Baha'i concept of oneness is based on diversity. So it's like we have all of these different cultural groups from all over the world to express themselves in their own unique, beautiful ways, you know, um, and, and you want to keep those beautiful ways that those cultures express themselves. That's part of the diversity, right? The mix of the human family. But the stuff that doesn't work, the stuff that's like, that's like, um, you know, toxic or, 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 or not healthy, you get rid of that stuff. But you maintain the, the, the good part of your culture and you bring that to the table. So it really is this idea of keeping your cultural, your culture intact, the good parts of your culture and um, recognizing that that is an expression of your community. And it doesn't make you separate and apart from the rest of the world. You're part of the world. You're part of that, that diversity that makes up that unity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. So bringing everybody to be one whole family exactly exactly so it's like you know it's like you guys where, where are your parents from pakistan india where india yeah india okay india so yeah so it's like you know i went to school at morehouse college here in atlanta same place that dr king went to school and dr king was heavily influenced by gandhi you know heavily influenced by gandhi so we have a lot of we had a lot of indians that would come to from india that would come to our school and, you know, my school was is a what they call a historically black college. It was created to educate the children of enslaved African-Americans after the Civil War. So it's an all male school. I mean, we had a lot of there were a lot of Indians because of the connection between uh, King and Gandhi, you know. So 
you know, it's, it's, you know, these, these connections that we have to one another, to each other. It's like, you know, you guys are, are my family. I mean, we, we come from two different communities, right? But it doesn't matter. I mean, we're still part of the same human family. And it's because of our inner self, right? We look express in terms of how we look on the outside, we look a little different. But on the inside, in a, where our spirit is, that's what connects us, because all spirit is one. So we're all we're all interconnected by our spirit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So talking about uh, you know all this Baha'i teachings, all this cultural mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. you also told us that you're working on a book right now, right? Yeah. Uh, does that book include anything about the Baha'i teachings? Not really. I mean, it's it's uh, it's got the spirit of the faith. What I mean, what I mean by that is, it's got like there's like it, there's nothing like really specific about the Baha'i faith, right? Like the Baha'i faith is not mentioned in the book, really. But the 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 approach, like some of the things I'm talking about, are things that I've learned, you know, from the Baha'i teachings that are that are in there. So you know, I talk about my best friend who's from Scotland. And um, you know, I don't know how we would have ever been friends if, you know, if, if I didn't have an understanding of the oneness of mankind. And uh, I mean, he's like a real Scott. He has that whole kilt thing, you know, like that plaid kilt skirt thing. He, he has one of those. So, you know, I mean, I, it's weird to think that we've been friends for a man for like three decades now since we were kids. Wow. And um, and, you know, that's my best friend, man. I mean, he'll he'll go to war for me, man. He'll die for me. I do the same for him, you know, if it was required. So uh, there's that that element in the book that that talks about our oneness, but there's nothing specific about the Baha'i faith in the book, no. So uh, speaking of all these books and stuff, um, did you make any books, you know, about like fiction fiction novels or any like fiction books? Yeah, I haven't I haven't written a fiction book yet. It's probably going to be my second book. This actually is the first book that I'm that I'm um, working on to get published. Wow. Um, it's about my it's about my mother, um, who was uh, a really dynamic and interesting woman. Um, but uh, it's about our relationship, actually, like growing up with my mom. So that's the I promised her I was going to tell her story before she died. So I have to this is the first book I have to get out. And then the second one is going to be a fiction book. I have an idea for a project for um, young. Uh, it's a it's a, a book for like. Uh, teens, um, young adult literature, that kind of thing. So I've always, you know, when I was like uh, six or like five or something, mm -hmm. I always thought, do you know who Jeff Kinney, the person, the author of Diary of Wimpy Kid, or like... No, I don't. Who's that? Oh, so it's just this comic book called Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh -huh. So like, him, him and this guy named Lincoln Pierce, another mm -hmm. comic book author, they're mm -hmm. like friends. Mm -hmm. So what I always thought was like in my dreams, like I'm an author. Okay, mm -hmm. so, then, so then you know, like in like um, IT jobs, there's like cubicles for each person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that like when you're an uh, when you're a writer, you know, mm -hmm. there's one cubicle for you. You're writing, yeah. and then and then your friend author comes and then like, hey dude, I need help. Uh, what word should I use for this? You know? Right. Yeah. 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 Now I realize that it's way different. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, it's like it's like when I'm writing, I'll call I'll call my friends and I'll be like, "Yo, can I read this to you? Because I want to make sure this sounds okay." Yeah. So you know, I need people to help me, like, because you know, it's it may sound one way in your head, and then you put it on paper, and then people are like, "That's not what 
that sounds like, dude. That's you need to work on that, you know. Yeah. And that's helpful, you know, because you're just in your head and you're thinking about what you're writing, but you don't know what it sounds like to other people until you read it to them, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I do that a lot. It, it helps me a lot. It helps me be a better writer. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, do you have any other questions for Mr. Olufani? Uh, yeah, so um, do you have any siblings? Uh, I do. Uh, uh, Got two so, older brothers. So, Much older. So uh, did they influence you in any way, or did they like teach you anything that you still use today? Well, they're much older than me, so they were kind of out of the house even when I was born. I mean, my middle brother was in the house for a little bit, but then he left when I was like, I must have been 11 when I when my brother left. So uh, my older brother, Donald, I mean, he's a lot older. So he's he and I don't really like we never hung out because they're so much older than me, you know. But I've got like a younger brother and a younger sister now because my dad remarried, you know, after mm -hmm. after my mom. Um, and so they I've got. To, to a younger brother, younger sister from my dad's second marriage. And um, I'm like the big brother now. So, you know, they they call me if they want to talk or, you know, when I see them and stuff and, you know, we hang out. So I guess it's more in the lines of me influencing them that way. But I don't think they realize it, but they also influence me. Like they, they'll, I'll watch them do something or they'll say something. I'll be like, man, that's a really good idea. So, you know, I let myself, I, I, I allow myself to definitely be open to learning what it is they have to teach. Because everybody's got something to teach, man. Doesn't matter how old or how young you are, everybody's got something to teach, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you were talking about how, you know, uh, you call your friends for help and mm -hmm. stuff. So, I was maybe thinking, like, do you ever, like, get bored when when you don't when you're not meeting up with anybody you're just you're not drawing you just you're just not in the mood right now and you just want to sit down and watch or something yeah i mean I, that's when i watch a movie man i'll watch a movie or read a book or something or you know um you know you can't you, it's crazy because you can't even go to the movies now anymore yeah so it's like you know i've got like i've got like a i don't know i must have like five different movie channels so, I mean, there's always something I can watch if I if, if I just want to, like, relax and take it easy. But, I'll, you know, I'll read. I love to read. So I do a lot of reading, you know. Um, and then I go to the gym. When I feel like I need to, like, get out and, like, physically, like, do something, I go to the gym to work out. So that, that helps me a lot, too. Because, you know, they say, like, when you're working out, it releases, like, these endorphins in your body, which helps with your mood and keeps you happy and keeps you up, that kind of thing. So, yeah. That's that's nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone over a lot. We've gone over your professions. We've gone over the controversial topics. Mm -hmm. We've gone over, you know, your like Baha'i teachings and other things. Mm -hmm. It was a really fun time talking with you and very interesting. Uh, really nice to get to know you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's nice to meet you guys, too, man. And, and, and keep it up, man. You guys are you guys are doing it, man. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> I love you got it man I love to see I love to see the diversity in this space like I'm so glad you guys to being descendants of people from India man it's so important to have you guys in this space and making your contribution and, and so keep it up man keep doing what you're doing it's important all right yeah thank you
All right, guys. We're going on to Dilemma. <laughs> you got it, guys. I'm so happy to be on Dilemma. I'm the first. I yep. am the first. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank talk you. to you later.